What's going on, everybody? Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the One It's All podcast. Thank you for everybody for giving me the time, the opportunity to invade those eardrums for a little bit of time here today. You know, how's everybody doing? Happy and healthy, I hope. A lot going on in the world. A lot going on day to day. Masks are gone. How's everybody feel about that? Well, they're gone, but they're not. (laughs) They're gone, but they're not gone. They're here, but they're not here. And there's so many different rules, layers, and all this kind of stuff. So I know Nashville here is fully mask-free now. And it was wild in downtown Nashville this past weekend. You can look it up online, on Instagram, find any way, find all that information on there. I mean, it was nuts. Everybody came out in full force. Everybody got back on the regret train again. Those carts driving around with people pretending like they're pedaling. Those are back in full effect. Rooftop bars looking like a bunch of litter boxes at the top of downtown. You know, when I first moved to Nashville, and I've been here for about six years now, there was just a handful of rooftop bars downtown and like the Broadway area and everything. And now I feel like there's a new one every time I go down there. And it's just funny because every time... I, uh, I, I go to one and I look across, there's like three more and it just looks, it looks like a bunch of, just a bunch of people shoved in a little litter box drinking. That's what it looks like from the opposite side. It's, it's, it's really wild. Just like, but it's awesome. Like I'm a big fan of the rooftop bars, not a big fan of enormous crowds again, but hopefully that'll die down in a little bit. That's one of the things about COVID that has been pretty cool. <laughs> not a lot of arm, arm to arm can't bounce around but everybody was probably just ready to get out and about, so I can't blame them for that. I am really happy, though, um, for all the bartenders, musicians, anybody in the hospitality field, and any city that's opening up again, because, man, you, you guys took a hit. You guys took a big hit this last year and a half, and it wasn't even your fault. So life gets hard sometimes, and... Not to go on an early rant here about everything, but my my personal stupid opinion about this thing is what makes me, it, it just, it, what's a really, I'll just say kick in the tits for me <laughs> about this whole COVID situation is I feel like from the very beginning, it was never about COVID, right? I feel it was more... Once I realized it turned into it's just getting people to vote a certain way or manipulating people and doing all that, like that's when it really started to like open my eyes to a lot of the bullshit that's going on. It never really was about COVID, a 99% success or uh, recovery rate, um, survival rate. No, no offense to anybody that's had people pass from it. I get it. But what I'm saying is on a bigger scale, if it was really just about the virus, if it was really this big strain wiping people out. I feel like with everything that we've done, we, we would have solved it. But then 
it and then all the resources and everybody works together but it, it became a thing where it was worrying about votes and i said it when it first started i can't ignore the fact that this shit is coming out during an election year an election year where everybody's angry about everything with no solutions only anger spitfires and that's where politics loses me it's it's just a bunch of old people yelling at each other and it goes against everything how we were raised like the morals what's right first wrong it's no coincidence that their colors are blue and red like the bloods and crips <laughs> it's just a bigger gang it's all it is and it divides more than anything you can't tell me you're happy with these representatives that we've been getting but that's on a whole nother thing and i'm not a political person at all i'm just a normal guy just speaking what he sees and with the COVID thing i that's what i felt like so i'm happy everything's open again i'm happy everybody's out in their litter boxes again drinking having fun having regrets hopefully uber start picking up so i don't know where city you guys are in is everything fully open again I know Canada's having a real hard situation right now because, I mean, it just shows you that all around the world, it's not, ju- it's not just where you're at. The shit is going on all around the world with different options and different agendas and different things along those lines. And it's, it, when it becomes about politics, that's where you lose me. Common ground, work together, solve a problem. Shouldn't be that fucking hard, right? Especially with elected officials. It, it just... Just be better, people. Just just be better. If you're in the top and you have a level of responsibility, just be better. That's all I want. I think that's all anybody wants at the end of the day. And I have a feeling at the root of everything, that's where all the anger and frustration comes is because nobody really has confidence in who's in charge. You can take out the last one, replace them with the new one, and you see how that's going already. But back on the COVID thing, bars are open. Everybody's open here in Nashville. I don't know where everything is at where you're at. Hopefully everything's open again. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't give a shit. Like, people are gross. (laughs) So, I mean, if you want to wear a mask to prevent germs, what I have noticed, though, since the things have opened, is there's been a lot of people that I know that are catching a cold. And I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. But all of a sudden, everything's out and about again, and people are getting sick. And I don't know if that has to do with immune systems and just being weaker from being contained for so long. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if there's anybody out there that can answer that for me. Message me on Instagram. Want it tall. Want it tall.com. I always mess this up on every fucking episode. Want it tall.buzzsprout.com. You can go there, contribute to the page. Help me out. Go give a follow, man. Go download episodes. Go. The numbers are looking great. I'm really happy with everything. You guys are really blowing my mind with a lot of things. Um, just continue to support the page. There's, I mean, we are, I'm not slowing down. We are only revving things up here. One at all Instagram, one at all message me anything we want to talk about. You want to hear your opinions, thoughts. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? It goes all, all the way around all the way around. You know, we're not supposed to agree on everything, but what I can tell you is that I am very happy that things are open again. I just hope the government doesn't try to pull strings and right when it's looking good, oh, we're going to shut down again. I don't think people are going to play that shit anymore. Sincere thank you to everybody. That's, uh, if you've even given me 30 seconds to a minute of your time to check out an episode or even look why I'm learning this, I greatly appreciate it. Seriously. Um, I'm working hard at this every week. It's a lot of fun for me. Like if you ever want to be on the podcast or you want to talk about anything or have anything to, to discuss about anything going on in the world, 
I mean, any, no topics off limits. I'd rather avoid politics if I if I'm just being frank. But any any topic we can talk about, if if it's dating, if it's just anything going on, let's talk about Jesus Christ. We can talk about that. But I I mean, let let's stay away from that in politics unless you got a good hard conversation. That's what she said that we can talk about. Um, yeah, I want to hear it. Let let's talk. Let's 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 jibber jab as they say. You know. And I'm going to say it again. Thank you. Thank you to anybody. This has been a lot of fun for me. Um, what's going on in your world? What's going on in your world? Hopefully nothing but peace and prosperity. That's what I hope. How's everybody enjoying this hot spring weather so far? This shit is getting hot again. I'm starting to sweat for no reason. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons um, that I've moved from Florida to Tampa or from Florida I'm from the Tampa, St. Petersburg area, St. Petersburg, Tampa. Let's put St. Pete first, baby. St. Petersburg, Tampa area. And now I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And I always get asked, why, why would you move from a beach to Nashville? You know, cause I'm tired of fucking sweating every day for no reason. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than waking up, getting ready for work and doing all that. And you literally don't even move. You're just standing and you're sweating. In places that I'd rather not discuss. And sensitive regions. You know, let's just say below the equator, it gets moist. <laughs> That's a fun word to bring up. How do y'all feel about that word? Moist. If you ever can use that in a serious sentence, I would love to hear it, the context. Um, It's always fun if you can just kind of fit that in. But yeah, the heat and everything... It gets hot here in Nashville, but not like Florida hot. It gets, it's, it's way more humid. Um, at least in Nashville, you get somewhat of the season. Sometimes you get all the seasons on one in one day and it's fantastic. Like I love the fall here in Nashville. It's probably the fall here going on a hike when it's 50 degrees sunny out and just the, the leaves and the colors and everything. That shit is no joke. It is by far my favorite. And it's definitely for all you posters It's definitely Instagram or for the gram for the fucking gram. And you cannot beat it. You cannot beat it. And I've been so about two summers ago, I, uh, I was going through some things, you know, like we all do in life. And, and I found a good outlet for me was when the summer before the summer kicked off, right. It was right after it started, it started getting somewhat warmer. It was still cold out when I first started, but what I did is I mapped out every waterfall hiking trail within two hours of Nashville. And every Saturday morning, I would get up like five in the morning, drive with the sunrise and hit up the, hit up the trail, hike the whole thing, find the waterfall, do the pictures thing, do the snack thing, like all that. And it was one of the best summers of my life. And hiking in this area is fantastic. So with that being said, if you know of any good hiking trails or any waterfalls, I prefer a waterfall. (laughs) It gives you something to look for. Unless you have a trail that has a lot of other visuals, I can recommend any trails and I'll be doing a top 10 of the, my favorite trails. And I'm going to start doing that again and posting it on Instagram. Um, but if you have any other options or trails or anywhere else that's fun to explore, please reach out to me and let me know. That's by far one of my favorite things, especially during the fall. What say you, do you like hiking? Do you have a season that you prefer? Mine is, it's the fall, early winter, like in the spring time, it's fun. If you go during the summer, you got to go early. Cause it just gets balls hot 
where you're just going to, you're just going to sweat. So one of the times that I went hiking and it's called this, I, so I got lost one time and it was at this, if you haven't been to, it, it's called Piney Falls. And let's just say that was two years ago and Piney Falls and I still haven't communicated. We are still not on speaking terms about what happened to me that day. And I'm going to explain to you what exactly happened and go over all that with you at right now. So I go out, I do my normal thing Saturday morning, wake up early, make my coffee, um, you know, eat, make my breakfast and everything for the ride. Cause I like to be out while it's still dark or like early in the morning, hungover or not, I'd get up and go. So this one was about an hour and a half out, hour and a half, two hours. It was in that, within that range. And when you go on these trips, it, it is so badass to drive. And you, the reason why I like going so early is because I figure if I'm going to be on the road, there, it, I mean, it is just amazing to drive with the And you're, you're getting a screensaver presented to you as you're driving with the sunrise coming up and the sun glows through. It's just awesome. It's just a great way to kick off a weekend or any day for that matter. So I get out to Piney Falls, right? And I read on like the All Trails app and everything along those lines that it's uh it can be kind of tricky to find the waterfall. So I was like, okay, I found every other one. How hard could this one be? Do my normal thing, get out there, find a parking spot, do my deep breaths in the morning, like just embracing it in cuz it's just a level of excitement that just never gets old. Get my backpack ready, got all my supplies, Mind you, this was in July. That should be said for context. This was in hot as July. And in Asheville, July is hot. Okay. Doing the trail, doing the walking. I'm not seeing a waterfall. I'm like, okay. At some point, I think I did it two or three miles. And I'm like, I'm not seeing anything. Where's the waterfall? Because that's usually a good tipping point because you hang out in the water for a little bit cool off, then kind of take your time, snack up and then do a round robin back. And just kind of, that's just kind of how I always did it. So I'm walking, I'm walking and I'm not seeing anything, but I'm, I start hearing water and I'm like, okay, all right, this is cool. And I get to somewhat of a, like a ledgy that was like a ledge thing. It wasn't a waterfall, but I looked around and like, I could see water running down the bottom of the hill or the mountain, I guess, where we were on. So like I'm walking and I'm like, damn, man, where is this trail? Like I, I can't find the trail down to the water or to the waterfall. I just can't find it. So the app was right. It's, it's kind of tricky. Now, had I been more patient, I, uh, this day would have turned out a lot different for me. So what I do is I'm walking and like it wasn't a lot of water going on. So like the, the little streams that go from the top of the mountain down to the water, they were dry. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rogue this thing. I've been watching a lot of walking dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rogue this thing. Got my backpack, got my supplies. So I start going down this thing. And then about five, 10 minutes in, I realized I made a terrible decision. I immediately regret this decision. So then I start going even more rogue when that dried up and I, like I, I was sliding down. So I started like literally walking through the woods like for real, like walking dead type shit. When you're like escaping through from the walkers walking through, like holding on the trees as I'm trying to get down the mountain. Like I'm literally going off road with it. Didn't think anything of it. I thought, okay, cool. This will just be a fun story, right? The heat kept creeping in. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I fell 
like, cause you lose your footing. You can't see. And the one time I remember one time that I fell, I, I fell back and I have really long arms and my, and my arm, you know, when you fall to catch the ground, but here's the thing, my arm went right down some hole and I had never pulled my hand out of a hole faster. That's what she said. And in my entire life, I have no idea. And I just kept it moving. And then I tripped again and put my hand on a tree right on this big ass slug. So uh, things were going well. <laughs> things were going well. Walked through numerous spider spider webs with spiders that I've never seen before. Temperatures just still cruising, still getting up there. It's about eight, high 80s now. Middle of the day. Uh, legs are getting tired. Water. like I And I get to the bottom. I finally made it down to the bottom of the water and I'm like, okay, there's going to be some kind of trail that goes down this fucking thing. Right. There's gotta be, I mean, I was feeling cocky and adventurous. So I feel like this day was to humble me. So I get down to the bottom and I'm like, okay, I'll just jump on these rocks. Nope. (laughs) These rocks were so slippery. I, and that's when I knew I was in the wrong area because you know, if you've done a lot of hiking or what you can usually find your way around, right? There's usually some way to go. But I hear the water coming, so I'm like, if I can just walk around the stream, I'll be fu- I'll be fine. I can find the waterfall, and then that'll be worth it, and I'll find the trail back. Um, so I get t- midway through the water, <laughs> I climb uh, like I'm in like the middle of the river, and I'm like, wait a minute, like I'm in the middle of the river. It's slippery. I can't keep my footing. I realize this is another bad decision. You know, how they say don't look down. Like if you're high up, not to fall because it'll lose your balance. In this situation, the worst thing I could have done for myself in that moment was look up. I didn't realize how far down I I had like trailed down. I look up and it's like I didn't I mean that thing it would I had to go up a whole mountain, which is a whole nother obstacle because I'm already kind of getting fatigued and like the supplies are running low, it's hot, so the drinks are running warmer and everything. So I had to like take a minute and let's just say I <laughs> It's not done yet. This, this shit show story keeps rolling. So I tried to find another clear path up and it ends up going through the woods. So find my footing back, get back on the side on dry land. And then I realized I got to go all the way up this fucking mountain again. I'm starting to get frustrated on top of everything. I have no cell service. And you know how, if you are been anywhere, anywhere you are, if you have no cell service or the Wi-Fi goes down, it's just the way we're programmed now. There's a level of anxiety that comes over. I'm in 90 degree weather in the middle of the fucking mountain. No, it is around wet, slippery. I realize I'm already tired. I could call it a day right there. It's been hours. I have to climb up this mountain. So dug deep, started going. My legs are cramping up about uh, 15 minutes. Later, I start, I'm like, I'm pushing. Cause I'm literally it's, it's steep. I got to like go straight up, pull trees, pull up rocks and all this kind of stuff. I mean, my legs to the point where like, I was so dehydrated at getting to the point where my legs were cramping up and it, it like, it wasn't fun. Like I, like I, like I got stiff. So I had to kept having to like regroup, drink some more water and the water's getting warmer. I get all the way back up the hill after some time, after some panic moments, some deep breaths, some ever, how about the area that I climbed to <laughs> wasn't the right area. So I had to go back down to go like lateral to go back vertical to find this trail finally found the trail after. I mean, I don't even know how long time had passed. I know I ran out of water. I ran out of Gatorade. I ran out of all the supplies that I had in my legs. I could barely move them to go up this fucking thing. 
I find my way back to the trail. Like once I was on flat foot again, I was kind of solid. It was just my legs were gassed. <laughs> I didn't realize how dirty that I had gotten because I was only focused mentally on just getting out of there and like surviving. I I get back to the parking lot where the cars were. There were no cars when I first got there. I came out of there looking like I just escaped from enemy lines, behind enemy lines. I mean, I was dirty from head to toe. I I mean, I could barely walk. My legs were so stiff and and fatigued um, from the heat and uh, just pouring sweat covered in dirt. Probably stank, just bad, just stanking, just stanking. It, and I knew it was because everybody, usually when you get there, it's just a hi, hi, like you see people. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's another thing I love about Tennessee compared to Florida. Here, I never used to wave at people. I never used to, and like I used to wave, but nobody used to wave back here. If you don't, it is so nice when you wave and somebody waves back. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. All right, I'm getting off subject. So I, I get there and everybody, and everybody offered me water. They're like, are you all right? And I didn't realize until I looked in the mirror. I mean, it looked, I looked like I've been through a war. Like I just survived and it felt that way. So yeah, Piney Falls. If you ever go out there, let me know how it goes for you. I'm sure I was just dumb that day and just took a wrong turn and we got a little too adventurous and cocky. Then I got to the gas station. I got two Gatorades and I swear I've never had a sweeter taste in my entire life. Like that's when I knew I was dehydrated because I threw down two Gatorades and then I was able to walk again and I'm never going to walk again. Yeah. So yeah, that, that piney falls to me is one that I still got some PTSD from that was one of the wildest. And I was solo that day. That's how I used to like to go. But now ever since then, I kind of will let my buddy know where I'm going or I'll have somebody know where I'm at because not having cell service out there. I mean, not that I really needed it unless I wanted to play music and add a soundtrack to my despair that day. Um, and I don't think it would have been as bad if it wasn't so hot. I mean, when you're getting stuck out there in 90 something degree weather, um, yeah, it beats you down and then the bugs and I mean, I was fine for the first two hours or so, but after that, it just beat on me and beat on me. And I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Um, yeah. So Piney Falls, um, any other recommendations that you have? I highly recommend there's a place called old stone forts, archeological park. That one's really cool. Um, Burgess falls and, uh, Cummings falls are really big here. If you know of any other ones, um, there's ozone out greeter falls. Like all those are really, really badass. Um, I'll be posting more about those again, but yeah, like I said, if you got any other ones or any funny stories about getting lost, if you've ever felt where I was coming from, the pain and despair of being on piney falls, let me know. I would love to hear about that. I still haven't recovered from it yet. One of these days I need to go back there. I need to conquer that because I still don't know where to fucking walk. <laughs> and I just now, I just now put that together. I don't even know what the waterfall looks like out there. Cause I was so ready to get out of, out of behind enemy lines. So yeah, if you got any pictures of Piney Falls, send them to me. I would like to see them. I don't want to look it up. It just hurts too much. Um, anything like that you have sent over to me. We'll get a post and we'll talk about it. Yeah. So that's my Piney Falls story. Um, anybody else into hiking around here? Back in Florida, it's just nothing but flatlands and everything. And one of the other fascinating stats about my Piney Falls experience, and I could not believe this. When I got back that day and sitting in the car, pure sweat and everything, 
I was like, to add insult to injury, I'm like, I got to have, I got to at least have one or two ticks on me just because I was just in it to get back, shower, look at everything head to toe to not have one single tick at that point, or just any kind of chiggers on me or anything along or anything, anything like that. You know, they say life is full of little miracles. That's one for me because to have no bug bites, I mean, my arms and everything were scraped. I'm talking about scraped. Like I sent some pictures to some friends, um, some other people, and they were like, what the hell happened to you that day? I mean, yeah. And then I met some friends for drinks that night. It was a funny story. So I thought I would share with you guys today. So yeah, not every day is perfect. Not every day is going to be fun. One, it's all on Instagram. One, it's all dot one. It's all dot buzzproud.com. Go support the page. Message me anything. I want to hear it. Short, tall, big, small. I want to hear it all. And it's not even about all the height all the time. It's about anything you want to talk about. Are you, you know, are you a bourbon or vodka person? Are you a ocean or a pool person? You know, so it is pool season. Pools are starting to open back up. I've been already into the pool a couple of days myself. Um, so get those pool and beach bodies ready. <laughs> those quarantine bodies. Um, I don't know if y'all saw, but it started, I see there's like a celebrity challenge. I saw Will Smith posted a dad bod pick and that's the big thing, which I think is actually kind of cool because I feel like that's a good way to help people. I like that kind of stuff. I'm fine with because, um, you're not really trying to sell a product, even though I know they probably are, but it's not coming across that way because every, like try to stay active. I try to work out what three, four days a week at the minimum and do bike riding and all that other kind of thing. But I, I feel like quarantine or I don't even like to call it, it was co- the COVID teen or the pandemic pandemic that whatever you want to call it. Right. Really set people back. Cause it's hard. I mean, it's hard to stay motivated to work out in your garage every day. Cause I wasn't going to go to the gym workout with a mask on. Ain't no, no, no. So there's, there was a lot of garage workouts and then classes to take and everything. But I feel like it was harder for people. It was, it's really difficult for people because to get out and about and actually get a good workout in consistently and to eat and all that. So getting back out there, there's going to be a lot Got pool body needs to get back in session. But here's the thing. You shouldn't give a shit. Be you. Who cares? Have fun. It's all about you and your personality nowadays. If we've learned anything from anything, it's it's the content of the person that matters. Who cares if you're out of shape? Who cares if you just had a kid? Who cares if, if you've, you've been through something and you're, you don't feel or look your best? Get out, get some sun. Nobody cares. And if you're, ju- if you're one of those people that looks at somebody that's out of shape and you judge them, then go. You ready for it? Oh, fuck yourself. Because you are just... You... <laughs> Just go fuck yourself for real. Like if you judge people like that, um, for how they look or judge them based on that, rather than the type of person that they are. And you're all about looks and all this other, all that other stuff that it's just not good. You can go fuck yourself because you're part of the, the context of people. You're, you probably have never had it turned on you. Just all I can tell you is, especially if you're young, it goes around, comes around. Just don't judge other people. Put it out there because you're putting that bad karma out there. That's all I'm going to say. And if you are out of shape or whatever, you feel like you are, who gives a fuck? Go out, have fun. 
Life is about having fun and enjoying your life. Who cares what other people that put on pants the same way you do think about anything? And if they're judging you based on your looks, who honestly, who really cares? You're only supposed to care about people's opinion that matters. And they obviously don't. Sorry, that's just my tangent on that. It just, it just is crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. Once you stop caring about that, just especially with these this internet age and everything, people just love to talk shit. Talk shit about something else. Don't judge people by how they look. It's brutal. Now, mind you, at the same time, <laughs> dress codes nowadays. Men are dressing like women. Women like men. It's, it, I don't hate it. But y'all got to understand that shit is funny and it's not funny in a mean way. It's funny in a, you know, it is. That's why you're doing it. Cause you're doing it to stand out. You know, it's funny. All right. But back to the pool thing, pool season's back and everybody's out about to get out in the water, out into the beaches again. And Florida's wide open. Texas is wide open. All the lakes are back open. Nashville's back open. Even if they close it down, stay out, stay out. Stay out and enjoy yourself. Get those pool drinks ready. So there's there's different types of people that I've seen. And I want to gauge the audience to see what type are you. You know how when you go to get into a pool, right? You do the foot little thing or you reach out with your water or with your hand to feel cold or warm the water is. If the water's cold, right? But you really want to go swimming. Are you a straight jumper or you just you just go for it? cannonball and you just go for the jump and you just get wet get in the water or or are you a what's the best way to word this are you a region entry swimmer ankles to knees get that nice and cooled up the knees to balls or vag or and then from from the equator up do you sold you go piece by piece and just kind of like stand there with your arms crossed like it's cold or do you like walk right in and jump? That piece by piece is brutal. I went to go and get in the other day and I, I put my legs in. I'm like, all right, this ain't going to be that bad. But when it hit my upper thigh and it all, and it came right up to the old tool bag, that's when I realized I'm not going in today. <laughs> you hit, At that point, you either got to go in, you just got to jump in or just say, you know what? I'm just going to hang out by the pool and have a drink. Or are you one of those? That just feel you don't even need to feel the wire. You just jump right in, regardless. Cold, how cold it is, you, you get used to it. That's the thing too. It, you do get pretty used to it after a certain period of time. Have you ever been skinny dipping? Ah, there's a provocative thought. I've done skinny dipping twice, and it was back when I was in high school, and I don't remember really enjoying it too much because it was one of those ones where it, it was a dare, and it was probably 30, 40 degrees or so outside as I was fucking freezing. That's what made it interesting. And I did it. You know, sometimes you got to live a little. That's why you get out of the way when you're young. If I were to do that now, probably, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably freeze up, get it going to a coma, <laughs> a pool coma, right? Is that, no, that really cold water is, nope, I'm good. I'll pass. If you have a pool and you have, and you have a heater in that pool, Give me a call. <laughs> so yeah, which one are you? And are you the type that that doesn't? Or are you the type that does pee in the pool? 
You know you're the tied up peed in the pool. Don't fucking lie to me. I see how much y'all drink. If you say you never peed in a pool in your life, nope. Everybody snuck one out. Everybody's pulled a QB sneak before. You know, just when you think it's a run play, you play action that thing. So, yeah. Are you a peer or a non-peer? It's all right to admit it. You know, this is what we're here for. We're in the nest. We're in the trust tree. You know? Nothing for that one, huh? <laughs> I figured a lot of people, you're not going to own up to it. It's just like peeing in a shower. Nobody's going to admit to it, but I guarantee everybody's done it. Now, whether you do it consistently is what turns you into a different type of person. But every now and then, once in a while, just be honest with yourself. Just be honest. You know? Now, do you know? And so instead of the normal tall fact of the day, I wanted to give a different type of fact. Um, so I, speaking of the pools thing, I wanted to see what is the actual biggest pool in the history of the, or in the entire world as of right now. Now there was one in Chile, but I recently saw that it is now number two. Now what country, I'm going to give you a couple seconds. Do you think the world's biggest pool is in? And I bet you, you're not going to even think, cause I was, I, I, I couldn't believe it. So we're going to give you a few seconds here and to think, and then I'm going to tell you where this thing is at and what is it called in five. All right, so the country that the world's largest pool in, and this thing is 5.5 million beach fringe lagoon. It's in an exclusive community. It has a Guinness World Records official measurement, puts this pool at 23.9 acres, still comfortably taking the crown over the chilly one that I told you about. This thing is called City Stars Charm El, and I'm probably even going to butcher this. Sharm El Sheikh in Egypt. Egypt. Egypt has the world's largest pool. And you look this thing up, this thing is incredible. And my first thought was, that's a lot of piss. <laughs> you better have a lot of chlorine or salt water flowing through that thing because 23.9 acre pool. I mean, this thing looks, and it's like overlooking an ocean too, which makes it even, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It's no, actually, it's not, I'm sorry. That's another picture. It's, it's in the middle of the Sinai, Sinai desert, three miles inland from the famous Sharm El, El Sheikh resort town. So there's your answer to that. If you were wondering where the world's largest pool is, and this is only as of 2005 before that it was Chile, which is a whole nother thing. I mean, the upkeep of this thing must be phenomenal to take care of that. I mean, I have friends and everything that have pools and the upkeep on those is pretty challenging and they're not nearly, it's not even, I mean, you're talking, think about a pool that's an acre. This thing's a, this thing's 23.9 acres. Unbelievable. Un, I mean, unreal. That is a massive body of water, a pool. They could have the Olympics in there. Un, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And when you look at it and you look at the size of these damn pools, my goodness. 5.5 million. Jeez. So yeah, was that what you thought? What it what do you have a favorite season? Winter, spring, fall, summer. Spring and summer by far for pools. If you have a heated pool, falls even good for that. Winter you can make into like a hot tub. So what's your favorite season? I would say mine is probably I would say overall if I had to choose. I mean, it wasn't always like this. But especially since I moved up to Tennessee, I got to say fall. 
So call me basic. <laughs> give me a pumpkin latte. Give me a some pumpkin bread. I pumpkin's good too. I'm not getting in front. If you don't like pumpkin, something's wrong with you. I'll take a pumpkin and iced coffee all day. But yeah, fall with the colors. Although I have seen, I've noticed like the last two years here in Nashville, you only get the colors for a couple days now, man. Like when I first moved here, it was, it was for a good little bit of time. You got some nice, colorful walks and hikes. It's just a, my favorite weather is like 55, 60 degrees and just sunny. It really plays with your senses. It's nice. So I would have to say fall. What say you? Summer, spring, winter. I mean, winter gets, if you're in a place with high snow, I mean, I'm sure that you get used to that, but that would be, uh, I don't know if I could do that all the time. I like the spring. Summer is just brutal when it gets towards the middle and end of it. Like the first week or two of summer is fun and like the last week or two, right before it starts transitioning into fall because now then I just want it to start getting cool again. And then when it gets cool, I just want it to get warm and, you know, human nature, man, we're just never happy about anything. <laughs> just never happy. So yeah, what's your favorite? I'll post that question on Instagram too. What's your favorite drink during each season? You know, hot apple cider during the winter, little, little coffee in the afternoon during the winter and falls times, you know, a little nice cup of hot, nice cup of hot chocolate. I tell you what, I didn't think I'd ever be this way, but I got into, I started really drinking more of them last year. Um, my drink choices have always changed. Um, last year I would say my favorite thing to drink by the pool are pina coladas, a nice, well-made pina colada, mm, man. That and then you top it off with a little bourbon in the evening, maybe a cigar, you know. That that's a nice hot day. Being in the pool all day with sun starts going down, cools off a little bit. You have that end of the day straight bourbon, you know, or put on some ice to sit by the pool or whatnot, and not always a cigar, but every now and then, right? Especially during football season, like towards the end, like when sports are back on, like sit down, watch the game. Um, yeah, so spring, summer, fall. So the bourbon vodka is always good during the winter too. It doesn't ever freeze. You could always, they have all the seasonal beers. Now there's so many craft beers now. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. Like I don't like, I'm starting to get out of the craft beer scene. Like as my, my drink choices have fluctuated over the years. I mean, I'd never really been a big bourbon person or whiskey since until I moved to Nashville, but that's really all I drink now. If you got any good bourbon selections, let me know that too. But I, I've I've gone through my, I mean, any kind of beer phases you can imagine, vodka phase for a while. I never really went through a gin phase. Gin really had a couple <laughs> nights like that when I was younger. Gin, Clearwater Beach, you know, and walking around not knowing where I was. So you 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 don't you forget that you forget, <laughs> and then you have flashbacks, and it's like ah, I'm not going to really mess with that anymore. So yeah, I can do vodka, but mainly like it's bourbon now. Like it's really all I drink. I can do like little little vodka mixed with something, or yeah, that's good stuff. So what's what about you? What do you guys like? Are you beer, liquor? What's your liquor of choice? My brother's a huge beer head, so I always get a lot of choices from him. Or if I'm at the store, I'll text him to see what he likes. Big fan of stouts. Paul, I see you. I mean, especially what are you going to be drinking? We got Memorial Day coming up, a nice little holiday weekend. The year's flying by. It's already going to be Memorial Day. What are y'all going to be drinking? A little beer in the evening by the pool with your beach bod? You guys remember that? uh, I don't know if they still sell it. It's called bod. It had the most ridiculous damn commercial. I like your bod. 
you're bad. It worked because I still remember that shit. You might as well be looking at LA looks too. I'm using LA looks too. <laughs> it's like putting dandruff hair gel into your into your hair, you know? So I had a friend. Um, with everything that's been going on with COVID, I didn't realize this. One of my friends recently, she owns a property and she found out, and I know this is a dramatic plot, uh, dramatic twist in conversation, but Hey, you know, are you along for the ride or not? Um, and I didn't realize until I started doing more research on it. I didn't realize, <laughs> try not to laugh because this is kind of a serious subject, but <laughs> I didn't realize how big sex trafficking was. And I'm not shining light on it or anything, but it's it's everywhere. Like I didn't realize it. So she caught through the camera people going in and out that look like hookers. So naturally you, you want to check into it and a credit card got declined and ended up being a sex trafficking ring. And I was, my first thought not to be insensitive was like, they're very opportunistic. Cause I imagine this whole COVID thing. It's probably like it's it's like the it's like the Super Bowl for sex traffickers, right? Because you don't have anybody around, and this brings another light to me too. It's this, not only is it the Super Bowl, but you got all this shit about abolish the police, like you want to get rid of cops like all together and let the community raise itself. It's this kind of stuff that just drives me crazy. So. I talk about an opportunistic bunch, you know, they take advantage of that, that, that play clock and run that two minute offense during this whole COVID thing when everything shut down. I mean, I just didn't realize how big of a ring it was. So, I mean, they're probably sit back, sipping champagne and just throwing <laughs> Super Bowl season for sex traffickers. Now, if you, if you abolish the police, which by the way, it will never happen. It, it for all you people that think you're going to totally get rid of the police, and the community is going to raise itself and police itself. I just have one word for you with a huge question mark afterwards. All caps. Really? Really? You really think that's going to make everything better? I get shit sucks and there's adjustments to make and things, but you're talking about a drastic thing to get rid of police altogether. You would have Ted Bundy <laughs> turning in his grave right next to Charles Manson going, What? no police and you think shit's going to be safer if you got nothing running it you want you think online dating and tinder is tough now imagine if there's no cops it's just free will you're pretty much swiping right and i mean you're rolling you're playing cat and mouse with right (laughs) you are playing cat and mouse with every date not i mean i'm i it's a serious thing but i mean think about it you, you don't have the only reason there's a great Louis CK bit in his HBO standup where he talks about the only reason why the, there's not more murder is because of the punishment and the crime for murder. That's the only reason why people don't do crimes because they don't want to get in trouble. So of course people are going to want to get rid of it that are criminals or don't want or know they can get away with shit. And you telling me getting rid of the police altogether, like I'm fine with reconstructing things. I'm fine with opening the dialogue and ways to improve. I feel like you can do that with everything, right? I feel like nothing should be ever set in stone. Like one of the things that annoys me about people is when I hear shit like, oh, I'm just the way I am. I can never change. That is such a closed minded, lackadaisical, just non-inspirational way of looking at life. You're just that way. You can't make changes. 
I'm, I'm 40 years old now and I make changes constantly. I am constantly opening up. So you tell me that it's just, it's just lazy. It's just lazy. But to sit and say that getting rid of the police altogether and doing like communities, come on, man, come on. Let's, it's all fun and games until that first crime happens when there's no cops. You can't even call anybody. And I get it. There's some areas that uh, your complaint is it takes forever for the cops to get there. But just the fact of the police being in the area, do you guys realize what, what I, I, okay. So I am a huge true crime fanatic, right? I watch this shit almost too much. And I've talked about it in a previous episode. You mean that you really believe you see how it is now with the justice system and the legal system and getting caught and all this. You really think that it's not is going to, I mean, you want to talk about uh, Bitcoin stocks flying through the roof, murder stocks, boom, through the roof. If you get rid of police, you are not going to sleep well at night knowing that there's no police in the area. Change my mind on that. I'm not saying that everything is right. I'm not saying there's not adjustments to be made, but you talk about a serial killer awakening. <laughs> there's already so much of that shit now with laws in place and police scouring or patrolling areas you really believe abolishing the police is going to make things better no i feel like it's just a loud message just to get people to react and it'll work itself out but if you really are on the side of getting rid of police and you think that's going to work well and you really think that from a pure reason that's not selfish that's not trying to be like oh well this will help us achieve this and then you go out and do that by all means if your heart is pure Hey, argue your point, but I get the suspicion that it's not all pure and just for the love of the community. It's about other things. And at the root of it, there's probably money involved and it's just agendas. And this is back to my argument earlier in the, in the episode about politics. You can't trust anything, man. People are so fucking shady and everything's a, a string being pulled this way or that way just to get something. And maybe that's just life in general. And I just need to accept it, but it's just right in on our face and are using people's struggles to their advantages. And it just bothers me. So yeah, sorry to go off on that rant again, but yeah, I mean, they serial killers are licking the chops right now. I promise you criminals are licking their chops right now to take advantage of cities that do this. I mean, look around. You, you, you don't have to look very far. You do not have to look very far. Just do some research on your own. It's crazy to me. It is crazy to me that thinking, at getting rid of the police, you know, you can still drive around and play your, you know, you can all that, right? There's laws that need adjustments for sure. There's some bold. I mean, the stuff that you see is, is sad, but getting rid of them altogether, it's just dumb and it won't happen. I guarantee it won't happen. I'm no lawmaker. I'm just, a, I'm just somebody that grew up in the regular world and see how things are or sees how things are. And the, no police equals no you're not going to have any peace of mind no police equals no peace of mind better police equal better peace of mind work on the training like you should in any job that struggles if there's stuff coming out about a job you restructure you re, you do things you put things in certain areas but to sit and say that that doesn't matter and to get rid of them it's dumb and everybody should be treated equal just be nice to each other man S- stop breaking the law stop breaking the law What do you think about that? Do you think that's unreasonable? I don't. I don't. I don't want to have them running the show with no chance. 
all that security that you have invested in in those areas, it means nothing if there's no police. Nothing. Sex traffickers, man, you talk about a dynasty they'd build on, on Super Bowl championships. <laughs> I mean, they would it would be running free. And then let's see what news headlines or what complaints everything wants to do. Because the one thing that I do know is that no matter what things change or what things stay the same, people are going to complain. You just can't avoid it. So you just ride with it. Take the good with the bad, ups with the downs, smiles with the frowns. I've said it once, I'll say it again. You know? So regardless of what happens, just, just the main message is just be nice to each other. <laughs> just treat as long as you're a part of society that's willing to find common ground and work that way and do all that, you're you're good. You're good. You're good. <sighs> Can y'all believe it's almost June? I mean, we're, is, we're almost halfway through 2021. Um, things seem to be somewhat getting back to normal again. Um, the message that I'll have for this podcast is, like like I always try to stress, is just be yourself. You know, <laughs> there's Gwen. <laughs> there's my little cat. She came to invade the podcast for a little bit, if y'all you heard that, if not. So she came to say hi. Little Gwen. Little Gwendolyn White Whiskers. 12 years in the game, this one. Oh, my little road dog. My little furry road dog. She Once again, she says hi. You know. You guys excited about the NHL playoffs? Nashville Predators here, man. Playoff playoff bound. You guys, we fought hard. Lightning looking good. You know. I got some friends that are Penguins fans. I got some buddies that are Caps fans. NHL playoffs by far is the best playoffs out of all the sports like football's fun, but it's NHL playoffs. So who's your team? Who you got? Go lightning Preds. You know, those are the two hometown teams from and now, you know, Preds. Hope you guys can pull it out. Carolina's a tough team and Tampa's playing the Panthers, a little in-state rival for the first rounds. So that's going to be a tough battle right there. And then you also have the NBA playoffs starting, which who cares? <laughs> The NBA to me, it's just it's the form of basketball is just not my favorite anymore. Um, I'll still check it out, but I do like the playing tournament that they're doing. Well, so if y'all don't know, it's not like the normal playoffs where it's one through eight. You actually had the, from seven, seeds seven to ten. There, I think seven plays ten, and eight plays nine, and then the winner or loser of those games advance to the next round of the playoffs, which I which I dig. Baseball does kind of the same thing with the last, and it's great for the ratings. So from that standpoint, teams that don't want to play the game probably hate it because it's different. But from a marketing standpoint and making money, which is what they do in the NBA, you want to make money for your league. But when you're complaining all the time, normal people like us don't relate to that kind of stuff. We don't relate to going out and shooting basketball, making $20 million. So, but when that's all in your face, you got to add a lot more levels of excitement to the actual game. Um, so maybe the NBA will get better from that. Maybe the games will be exciting. But for, for me, until the Orlando Magic are good again, I don't know how many rebuilds we can have. It's it's actually been brutal. Year after year after year, rebuild after rebuild after rebuild, and we still suck. I mean, we have cool, we have some fun players that have came, but for some some reason, as a team, and when it comes to the NBA, I think. The thing for me personally is this super team thing. I'm just not a fan of. 
I'm just I get why they do it. I completely understand when you're trying to get the championships and you're trying to put the teams together. But I'm hoping at some point it's going to be a tipping thing because it the league's better when there's a lot of teams competing. It's the same four or five teams at the top. It this is what I, and I'm not one of those that's saying one generation is better than the other. I'm telling you it is. <laughs> the generation before this, the Jordan era is ten times better basketball wise. This is more entertainment and all that, but that old level of basketball I'll take all day. Jordan, Bird, Magic, all them. The Pistons, I'll take all that all day. The soft basketball that I'm seeing now. Although the three-point shooting is pretty fucking cool. Steph Curry is the best shooter I've ever seen. MVP of the year. Book it. Yeah, so we'll move on. I just want to do a quick NBA recap on that. Playoffs for that are starting. So it's a fun time sports-wise. You have a lot of that going on. You have some boxing stuff going on. I'm sure I'll talk about the Mayweather Logan Paul fight and all that fake shit that they're doing. It's a money grab. We'll go more into that, but well, I'll tell you, man, just be yourself. Don't worry about what other people think. There's enough. Uh, don't pay attention too much to online. Take it for what it is. They're trying. Don't let anybody control your mind and control your thoughts. Your your everything you do, everything you do, is your choice and your responsibility. And I don't know how lucky or if you realize how lucky we are to have that. We can do whatever we want, as long as it's not illegal. <laughs> I thought that's I thought that's what everybody already knew anyway. But who the fuck am I? All right, so I'll top it off at that. One at all dot One at all on Instagram. Um, thank you again for everybody that's taken the time to listen to me. Tell me about your pool season experience. Any fun hiking trails? What are you guys doing for Memorial Day? And then I'll be back with next week. We're going to talk about height size we'll i'll reference best worst chores what do you like to do we'll go over favorite type of alcohols we'll like what's your drink of choice all that where are you from we're gonna tackle everything i mean i i the my favorite part about anything is thinking of stuff to talk about writing it down and turning it into this i came into this i was like if i can just get one or two people to listen like my friends and just have fun with it that's great. I mean, the downloads, I'm up, the downloads keep climbing and every, all the comments and interactive things that's increasing and more being more engaging. It's like, I am, I cannot tell you how excited I am for a year from now to see where this is at two years from now, three years from now, the evolution of this, turning it into a thought, into an idea, turning a thought into an, an idea, into reality and putting it out there. I get a thrill out of that, writing it down and then turning it into vocals and then turning it into this. It's the same thing too. So I do work in real estate here in the Nashville area. So also turning that, turning people's goals and dreams into realities and getting them into the home that they want, all that kind of creative stuff, helping, putting that good karma out there. It just makes me feel good. And it's going to between this and the real estate and all that. So if you have any questions at that too, you can also message me as well. Don't be afraid. Send me a message. One at all on Instagram. One at all.busproud.com. I also have one called Real Estate Jake on Instagram if you want to check that one out as well. If you have anything, you're curious about the area, you want to get on the podcast, you want to talk anything, let's do it. Let's have some fun with it. That's the name of the game, man. One life to live. See you guys next week. Peace.